Here's the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Altus. And good evening, everybody. Way to go. Big crowd here tonight in our bounce-back edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show. We're in the Northland in Liberty, Missouri, one of the great uh, strongholds of the Chiefs Kingdom. Thanks for everybody being out here tonight and fighting through the 152 traffic across the 152 bridge. Welcome to our Chiefs Kingdom show uh, here from Hy-Vee Market Grill in Liberty. A reminder, uh, the show brought to you by Hy-Vee, where you can get, we only got 13 points yesterday, but you still get 13 cents on your Fuel Saver Plus perks card with a purchase of $13 or more. So uh, a lot of you shop after the show here at Hy-Vee. You can take advantage of that. Also a reminder, the Chiefs Kingdom show is brought to you by Bad Boy Moors. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude, bad boy moors. Also a reminder that the special home game art is available. We break it out on the Chiefs Kingdom show. This is every home game. There's a special piece of art. There will be collector's items all throughout the year. You have a chance to get all three here tonight. Joe Sargent's here from the team. But this is where we debut it, and it's not uh, available. It's only in the pro shop, available, only available starting Tuesday mornings, unless you're here at the Kingdom show, and just $20, and it goes to a charity. Also, a huge crowd here tonight. The Red Coders are here. They're in line to get a picture of Prashad Breeland. The Geeks are here. Susie Bling Bling, Kent the Cake Packer, Autograph Geek, uh, Yellow Froman's here tonight, Snowstorm Sandy wearing her There's No Crying in Football shirt. Also, uh, Danielle and Sean from Maine are here tonight. So we got a couple here from Maine. Uh, Rick and Carol are here from Seattle tonight. So a couple here from Seattle, Washington. And Gary and Deborah Pugh are here tonight from San Diego, but they love the kingdom so much they're moving here to be a part of the Chiefs kingdom. That's the way it works, bringing that spirit. Uh, the Nothing But Noise tailgaters are here tonight. Chief Pontiac is here tonight, 86 years young uh, tonight, all the way from Smith Center, Kansas. Uh, and uh, Hey Hey Paul is here tonight, as well as a great group of tonight folks here tonight. All right, bounce back time. As uh, we get ready to entertain the Houston Texans, who put a half a hundred on the board yesterday in their game against the Atlanta Falcons. But we need to bounce back after the loss yesterday uh, to the Indianapolis Colts, 19-13. That means you're going to hear after the break from head coach Andy Reid. Big Chief Eric is here tonight as well, BCE, a Chiefs Kingdom uh, staple. But it's time now to get it back on track and to put the hammer down, baby. You have got that right. We get a quarterback that scrambles around and finds Byron Pringle for 27 yards, a yard deep in the end zone. That is huge. All right, we got to get back on track, people. No sniveling, whining, and we're going to get back on track with the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, when we come back on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. Just underway, second quarter, four-man rush. Mahomes in trouble again, spinning right, left, now turning back to the right. He'll sprint and fires it late for the end zone. Caught a yard deep in the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City for Byron Pringle, his first National Football League touchdown. And for Patrick Mahomes, just welcome again to the Magic Show. Welcome back to our Hy-Vee Market Grill. Incredible th- play there by Patrick Mahomes and Pringle finding the open void. As uh, This is our bounce-back edition of the Chiefs Kingdom show, right? Let's do this. Let's go. We're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Liberty in the Northland, home of William Jewell College. 
Uh, and also a reminder that with the 13 points yesterday that we scored, you get 13 cents on your Fuel Saver Plus Perks card with a purchase of $13 or more. Now, please welcome the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid. Well, Mitch. Coach, thanks for being with us tonight. It's bounce back time here, man. These We're ready to go, get back on track, and beat the Houston Texans. That's right. Um, so, uh, but before we uh, get full-fledged into that, I do want to ask you about yesterday a little bit. And I remember one of the first conversations we had seven years ago when you came here and blessed us by coming here, talking about football in the trenches and winning in the trenches. Uh, when you reviewed the game yesterday, your thoughts as a review uh, of that battle that went on with the Colts, particularly in the trenches. Yeah, so there, you know, we won a few and then we, we lost a few. We've got to do a better job. I always start there, and um, as far as when you're talking about the actual plan there, so we've got to we've got to pick up the pace in a couple spots, and and uh, we'll do that. I mean, that's we'll go back and evaluate this film. We'll learn from it, and uh, we'll move on. And you'd mentioned today learning specifically when you look at it, a matter of. Is it technique, effort, scheme, everything, or what do you, you know, I mean, uh, as you learn from it, what are the main things initially do you think you can learn from it? Yeah, some of it's just angles that you're taking or holding a, a point a certain way. Um, it's, it's more uh, technique, fundamentals. Uh, the guys are all trying hard to, uh, to do the best they can. It's just a matter of tweaking a couple things here or there, and, and we've got to do that. And, um, and then... You know, on the offensive side, I always start on my end that you got to put guys in the in the right position to to make plays. And Spags will tell you the same thing on the other side. Third and eighteen, we just heard it. But uh, for your quarterback to show the competitiveness that he did there, and then for Pringle uh, to make that play, just the terrific touchdown play by Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was a spectacular play. I mean, for him to do what he did there, that's that's special. Um, one of the positives you'd take out of the game for sure. Um, uh, again, it shouldn't have to come down to that, but that's that's what it did. But he he sure made a nice play there. I ask you before the game about Pringle, the catch that he made against Detroit, uh, hanging on and getting hit twice, moving forward toward the goal line to allow us to win that game. I ask you sometimes if there's just a singular play or some, a moment that can happen for a player for them to gain some confidence. Yesterday, Pringle had six catches for 103 yards. Sammy went down early in the game. We still didn't have Tyreek. What about Pringle and now maybe even gaining more confidence after his game yesterday? Well, yeah, I mean, he gives you a great effort, and he, he's a smart kid that has really picked up on the offense well. So given the opportunity – um, he's going to make plays for you. And so that's that's what he did. He, he did gain a little confidence against Detroit. He comes back and, and makes the big plays. Uh, yesterday he had a few of them. And so he, he did a nice job for us. And most of all, the quarterback trusts him, that he's going to be at the right right spot at the right time and, and get himself open. And, you know, we, we got a little bit of man coverage yesterday, and he, he was able to play physical football and, and do just that, get himself open. It seems like throughout your career, you've always had a physical receiver. You've had a great cross-section, speed guys and guys that are route runners. But you've always kind of had, I think of Jason Avant, loved his game. But a physical guy, 
How much is that a big part of your offense to have a receiver that has girth and can move around? Yeah, it, well, it's it's important. You you want to be able to throw different looks at the um, at the defense, not only by scheme, but also the different type of players that they've got to try to cover. And so, uh, Pringle gives you that that presence. Uh, he is a big kid. He plays physical. Um, I mean, it's not it's not the shifty nifty stuff that he does. I mean, it's it's power more power football. Playing power football, you know, and then it's time to put the hammer down. Get after the Texans this week. I want to ask you, because yesterday with the injury situation, I'm not going to ask you about specific players. I'm just going to ask you about the strategy that's involved here, because sometimes I think it gets lost um, as us fans who cover the game, because you were down two offensive players uh, before the game. Then you lose two during the game. You're down two defensive players before the game. You're down three more on defense as the game went on. And at one point, I had you down to 18 defensive guys. The pressure and challenge on you, a coordinator, and a position group coach when stuff starts to stack up like that, especially at one spot, and the reaction and how you uh, have to fly on the move. Yeah, well, it's important that the the guys that get in um, understand that they're – they're it right there and that they're, they've got to play. Uh, but really that takes place during the week when they're practicing. It took place during training camp, the OTAs when they were learning. And and so uh, that ends up being a positive for you over a long season that they get this experience. Uh, we, were down, we were down to kind of the bare minimum in a couple spots there, so just by numbers alone. But uh, those guys that stepped in did the best they could do, and, and I thought – in some cases, being young guys, they, they, get, they gain some experience. They'll pay off for us down the road. Just so you know, I mean, 18 guys at one point on defense. Liberty and Liberty North and William Jewell uh, have way more than that, so you got to just gut it out. Uh, defended 74 plays in that game uh, last night against the Colts, but I want to ask you about some winning plays. Uh, Tyron Matthew, his interception that uh, took away a scoring drive, and then his play on a counter pitch that kept it as a one-score game, uh, just some winning plays by the honey badger yesterday yeah those were big big plays by tyron he uh um the interception then you got to see the yards after the interception he, he's a pretty nifty runner and then uh that was a big play when they tried to run outside and he came up and, and crushed that thing which was which was great and it did it kept us within striking distance right there and and so i think he's just he's getting a better feel each week he was he was off just a tick uh, the week before, and, and he's one instance of what I was saying about uh, you continue to get better um, the more you play together and in this defense. So, um, and then we expect everybody to kind of do the same, do the same thing. And there were some there were some positives that you can take out of it. The time of possession was not one of them. That, that was a negative. We got to get off the field a little quicker, but um, you know we we still. Uh, Held them to field goals in, in a few cases there, and so we. we uh, but again, you'd like to get yourself off of the field just a little bit sooner. Also, Tano Passanios, a couple as I reviewed the video today, made a couple plays, holding the edge once, getting pressure uh, on Brissett, to also kept you within striking distance. His growth, it seems like, continues to move forward week to week, and his ability to do a lot of different things for you. What about his value and the growth in that value? Well, you're right. He plays both inside and outside for us on the defensive front, 
um, he's a big man now, and I'm, I'm not sure he's stopped growing uh, at least uh, strength and weight wise. So, he, but he's all a six foot seven and, and puts himself in a position there where uh, he's hard to get the ball over. And uh, if you're going to throw the football, he's long, and um, and then he has great reach when it comes to the tackling part of it. So. Um, it's good to good to have him continue to grow uh, in the defense, and I think his best games are going to be even down the road further as we go. Want to ask you getting back on track now? Got a terrific locker room. These guys, man, I'm so impressed with them how they hang together. And now dealing with a first loss and a Houston team that's coming in just going to be brimming with confidence after putting 53 up yesterday and having a receiver go for over two bills. Uh, where does it start tomorrow morning and getting this thing back rolling again? Yeah, well, just what you're saying there, Mitch, is that this is this is a good locker room. It was a test for us, and, and they got after us. And so I, how are you going to handle that? I would anticipate that our guys handle it well and, and uh, learn from the mistakes and get themselves back in there and get ready for a good Houston team coming in here. So. Uh, we look forward to bringing them into Arrowhead, and, and uh, we look forward to getting ourselves better. And no matter who's playing for us, we'll, we'll be ready to ready to go. And so um, we, and that's just that's the expectations that these guys hold themselves to, and the coaches hold them uh, hold themselves to. So um, you know, we get ready to roll tomorrow morning, and and, uh, and then we'll get the game plan going. And installed to them on on Wednesday, and, and then we're going into our week from there, and and uh, we'll be ready. And getting back on track will be huge to drill the Houston Texans. Uh, Brashad Breeland, our guest tonight. I'm going to close this way and ask you. I was figuring up. We have nine former high school quarterbacks that are on this roster, and one of those is Brashad. Because I think you've got four or five defensive guys that were high school quarterbacks. How does that help them know your offense and your defense and just the ability that they play that position to understand the whole concept of the game? Well, in particular on the back end there, they, they have an idea of uh, concepts and, and how you've you got to defend them and, and then vision. So be able to see and, and understand what the receiver is going through to to make plays uh, on the ball. So that that, that helps you uh, in the long haul there. We're going to let him go, folks. Get him back to work. He's going to get to a meeting. He devotes his life for all of us to win. And we're going to win. Head coach Andy Reid. Coach, thanks for being with us tonight. All right, thanks, Mitch. How did those redheads? They're here. They're ready to go. When we come back, Rashad Breeland is our guest. Chiefs cornerback. We're here at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Liberty. In the Northland, a reminder, you can get 13 cents off your Fuel Saver Plus perks card with a purchase of $13 or more after the show. Back with Mr. Breland, number 21. After this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Brissett now empties the backfield, putting Mack to the far side. He is a good pass receiver as well. Brissett against the rush, firing for the end zone. It's intercepted at the 10-yard line. Intercepted. Moving up the right side at the 20, 25. Moving back to the right, it's the Honey Badger. And the Honey Badger is up and finally down at his own 36-yard line. The Honey Badger doesn't care. Yep, that references back to the long-time YouTube video. Uh, welcome back to the... Uh, Ivy Market Grill in Liberty. If you haven't seen it, just find it on YouTube. It's why I said he found larva 
uh, in uh, in uh, the, with the sack against the Detroit Lions. Again, with the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Liberty, our Chiefs Kingdom show, you can get 13 uh, cents off on your Fuel Saver Plus perks card to purchase a $13 or more. Remember Zarda Red Fridays, too, at all the Hy-Vees throughout Kansas City. It's awesome. It is huge. And speaking of huge, I want to welcome you now, a man who made the decision to come to Kansas City. He was with the Green Bay Packers last year, come here to play cornerback for us. Please welcome number 21, Rashad Breeland. We ain't going to talk about it much, uh, but Snowstorm Sandy's got her T-shirt here, uh, no crying in football, man, so we're moving on, uh, getting back on it. But a little bit of frustration in that game because you and I were talking. Just couldn't, like, get bust through, couldn't get over the hump in that game. Not really. Uh, the coach came in with, with a game plan of really keeping our quarterback off the field, you know, not allowing him to make the big plays, uh, want to be in their face, um, smashes down the Especially in them out with the, with the run. Uh, they did just that. Uh, and the penalties kind of hindered us from really getting them off the field in, in critical positions. Uh, and they just didn't go our way last night. And one of the things talking about was, was Spags, but with all, all the guys on the defense too, is just getting teams off the field on third down. And these guys are 7 of 7 on fourth down uh, this season. Getting them off the field. Uh, any team, start with Houston this week. Um, and just a mindset of, hey, third and short means let's get them off. Let's get them off. Uh, yeah. Man, a lot of teams, it's hard to really get them off the field when they can, first and second down, they're getting five or ten, six yards a pop. Uh, so when they get to third and one, like, all they got to do is quarterback sneak it or give it to the fullback. Uh, we need to really try to hone in on getting them in long downs, third and nine, third and ten, third and fifteen downs like that. So we really send, send our dogs at them and really cover. But there's times and there's glimpses. Uh, Man, you've made some huge you made some huge <laughs> plays in the first four weeks of the season. Then we saw Tyron make that play that we just heard about. It does seem like now maybe last week or last night was a pushback a little bit, but it seems like there's getting closer a little bit and just ready to maybe one of these weeks shut people down. Yeah, I, I feel like it, over time we got the week uh, it, one person uh, elevating their game. Uh, so having that a couple of us uh, downgraded last night uh, with the game, but I feel like. As we continue to build that continuity, that, that cohesiveness as a group in the secondary, uh, we're really going to flourish and have that pop game that we need. Uh, I mean, it's early in the season, man. You don't want to peak right away. So eventually <laughs> we're going to really get there. You know what I mean? Rome wasn't built in one night. Uh, it's going to take time to really get to where we want to be. Yeah, especially with a new defensive coordinator and a new defensive scheme, and you're new to the kingdom. Uh, you always hear the term in football, clean it up. Coach even referenced it. And uh, just a ton of penalties in that game. And it just depends, like, how games are called. It's like hoops. I mean, you yeah. play basketball. Uh, and so, like, how is this? Are they going to call everything or not everything? Or, um, but in the effort this week to clean things up, where does it start? Uh, with the penalties. Uh, try to work on the watch film and correct the things that we can correct with the, with, throughout the penalties that we had in the game. Uh, I mean, it's really hard to judge when you when you how the refs really gonna call the game. Uh, some some refs uh, they, they let you be physical, and some refs don't. Uh, apparently last night we really couldn't touch him at, at any point <laughs> in the game. Uh, couldn't really sneeze on him, but we just go and watch the film and correct what we correct. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I feel like this, this type of loss is really gonna draw us together as a team uh, and really bring us together. Uh, you know what I mean? Like a little humble. You know what I mean? We, we need to be humble a little bit. You know what I mean? You can't win them all. Uh, so we got the taste of losing. And now we don't want to lose no more. 
Exactly. We uh, with Coach, we talked about this locker room. We talked about this locker room, and I love this locker room. I mean, offense to defense, everybody's on the same page. And you've been in this league long enough, no? And you can see teams react to a loss like this one way or the other. Yeah. What about the strength and cohesiveness, togetherness in the locker room, and how in the past you have seen guys come together to say, no, this ain't going to be a two-game losing streak. We're going to yeah. push on. No, nah, I feel like the leadership in the locker room is, uh, is, is steady. You know what I mean? Like a lot of guys, they, they pick each other up. You know what I mean? They're not going to allow us to really waver from each other. Uh, they're going to pull everybody together uh, and really get this thing going. Uh, I don't really feel like, like it, it would be a two-game loss or – even begin a, a losing streak. Uh, I don't think that's the DNA of this team, uh, and, and I don't think we built like that. Uh, I, I really feel like this going to make us embrace it and, and really grow from it. I want to ask you, too, about working together with the guys in the secondary, whether that's Fuller when he's playing the slot, uh, Moe's back now, or the safeties, all, of, all those guys. How important is it to communicate verbally and non-verbally so there's not a blown coverage? Oh, especially in Arrowhead. <laughs> you got to have signals because uh, if not, you really can't hear nothing. The fans do a very good job of really uh, distracting the other uh, other guys so they really don't hear uh, much in the huddle. Uh, so it, it's a lot that you got to hone into. You got to know your signals. You got to know what those signals mean uh, and really being able to relate it to the guy on the, across the field. Uh, for We really don't have a big plays. Uh, that's not what we want in the secondary. You played in great venues. Last year you played in Lambeau. You played college ball at Clemson. I mean, that's a loud place, too, yeah. rub the rock and go down the hill. Uh, <laughs> but it's interesting, and I've talk, I talked with Hitch about this a couple weeks ago, where we all allowed, let's get a false start, right? Let's get it on, the, on, on uh, Deshaun Watson this week. Uh, but that means you're out there when it's going crazy. So the challenge, and you're on the island out there. Yeah. I mean, you got dudes that are 50 yards away from you on your side. So the challenge in learning how to communicate properly. Uh, I mean, it's really not a challenge because uh, during practice we play loud music uh, to, to try to uh, simulate so most of those uh, things, situations that we go through in, uh, in Arrowhead. Uh, so I think Andrew he he does a good job of really creating those environments for us. So we we, we have a, a better sense of it when we get there. So you know, when we're in team period, when it's eleven on eleven, coach always plays music, and it. That music is all kinds of yeah. stuff. <laughs> have you chosen music yet? No, I haven't. No, not yet. Are you uh, going to get to? I mean, Reggie, he does a good job uh, <laughs> doing the playlist. <laughs> so I'm going to let him stay at that. Uh, He's he doing a pretty good job with it. Uh, he gets us nice and uh, crunk at practice. I'll see young guys out there act like, oh, I like it. They're at the club. I'm like, no, this is part <laughs> of the deal. You're supposed to concentrate, right? That's, that's part of the deal. Yeah, stop yourself from dancing. Yeah. Uh, playing the Houston Texans this week. And, man, oh, man, were they impressive yesterday. Will Fuller, two yeah. bucks. He had 217 and three touchdowns. And we already know what Hopkins is like. Yeah, and one well. of your brethren. Uh, so what about these dudes coming in and taking on uh, – Watson, uh, it's going to be a challenge uh, with the, with the, what they have, the weapons that they have. Uh, but I feel like we got the talent enough to really uh, slow them down. You know what I'm saying? Per se, like you know what I'm saying? They, they all NFL players. You know what I'm saying? They gonna make plays as well. But uh, I feel like we got the talent to slow them down. But we really got to hone in on, on not letting Deshaun create plays with his feet. Uh, He's a guy that can beat you with his feet and he can beat you with his arm, but we can make him do what we want him to do. I feel like we have a better chance of really uh, beating Houston Texans. Have you ever matched up against Hopkins before? No, I practice. 
That was my spring. college roommate. I was going to say, he's your college roommate. Yeah. Yeah. He's like Clemson spring game. Yeah, this would be the first time we played against each other in the NFL. Though. Oh, that is huge. <laughs> like this story. <laughs> That's the way it works in the kingdom. See what we find out? Going up against your college roommate. Well, here's how, before we go to break, you got to know how this works, my friend, since it's your first time in the kingdom. Because we got to get our mojo back, right? Yes, sir. And I've seen you making big plays. We're going to hear one here in a second when we come back from break. But when we play, you're against your college roommate from Clemson. It's time to put the hammer down, baby. That's right. And thanks for not hitting the table. Colquitt, the punter, is the only guy that hit the table, broke it. We flew it in from Dubai. It was like a $50,000 table. And so it came out of Colquitt's check. Leave it to the punter. <laughs> you got a big hammer there, brother, I'm telling you. Yeah, All like right, that. we come back. Rashad Beeler, our guest tonight. Now you know what's on the line. It's up against Hopkins, his roommate, with the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Liberty. We'll be back after this on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. Yeah. <laughs> First down goal to go for the Raiders. 8.44 to go third quarter. 28-10 Chiefs. High formation set. Double tight right. Far changing the play under center. Rodney Hudson, another former Chief. They're going to throw a fade pattern to the far side. Breland intercepts it. Rashad Breland picks Derek Carr in the end zone. That's a touchback. And Breland plays the fade perfectly. They want a Tyrell Williams. And for Carr, he has struggled against the Chiefs his 10th career interception against the red and gold that's our clemson tiger rashad breeland with the interception our guest tonight at the hyvee market grill in liberty in the northland remember 13 dollars or 13 uh points whatever dollars off your fuel saver plus per <laughs> card what is it 13 cents not 13 dollars Oh, my God, you have free gas for life. 13 cents. 13 cents for your Fuel Saver Plus perks card with a purchase of $13 or more. And the special art every week, a local artist and the proceeds. Joe Sargent is here tonight for Director of Brand Marketing. Uh, it'll go on sale every Tuesday morning of a home game at the Pro Shop. However, Kingdom Privileges, if you're on site, tonight you can get it for $20. They're collector's items, and the proceeds will go to the University of Kansas Cancer Center this time through the Hunt Family Foundation. Again, we are back at Hy-Vee Market Grill in Liberty. Rashad Breeland, our guest. Rashad gets some uh, swag for being with us tonight. He gets a gift card from Hy-Vee. And, hey, your Clemson guys ain't going to get this from Houston. Uh, Houndstooth is downtown Kansas City's newest full-line men's clothing store. We're hooking you up with some stuff, dog. Some gear. You're going to get some. Okay? You're going to be looking really nice. And Smoke and Fire, you're going to leave this thing that looks like the USS Enterprise. Uh, you're going to take it with your Smoke and Fire, your barbecue and fireplace headquarters located northwest corner of 69 Highway and 151st in Stanley. Uh, about as far south in the metro as we are north. But anyway, we're in Liberty tonight. We are rolling. Uh, this is kind of fun. We were talking off air. Because uh, now we know DeAndre Hopkins, one of the great receivers in the NFL, will go up against his former roommate at Arrowhead Stadium, Rashad Breeland. Where does Sammy Watkins enter this picture? Uh, I went against him my sophomore year. Sammy came in in 2011. Uh, me and uh, DeAndre came in 2010. Okay, so you came in, but you had to, you had to defend uh, DeAndre every day? Every day. Every day. During the 2010 uh, season. 
And then you had to guard Sammy the next year? Against the 2011 season. How'd that go? <laughs> Man, it was tough. <laughs> we had some good battles, though. So what's DeAndre going to do now? He breaks the huddle, and you're going to be looking at him. That's going to be a cool moment. I, I'm now fired up for this guy. Uh, is he going to start laughing? Yeah, man. That's not my brother. Okay. Yeah, we, we were very close. Uh, All right. You know what I mean? So it's going to be fun to really have a chance to really compete against him in the league. So uh, we had our battles in, in college. Uh, sometimes we even start fighting on the field because we were so competitive against each other. But it's going to be a good battle. This is going to be fun. And he's coming to Arrowhead, so uh, get ready for this that there. I'm just fun. saying, DeAndre. Uh, I'm thinking. Why am, I, why am I feeling pick six here? Am I feeling pick six? <laughs> that would be huge. I want to ask you about your hometown because mm -hmm. it seems really uh, – first of all, I'm going to ask you about this. I was going through our whole roster. You're one of nine dudes that played high school quarterback. There are four on defense. Darren Lee, a linebacker, uh, played high school quarterback. Uh, Thornhill. Uh, and Armani Watts and yourself. What about playing high school quarterback? It was fun. <laughs> you keep the ball in your hand. I mean, I played both sides of the ball. I was school so small, so I played both sides of the ball. I played defense and offense. So what did you play like, on defense? Corner? Uh, safety and corner. Safety and corner. Yeah, they match you around with whoever was. You know. Yeah, it depends on uh, the receivers we had. They had one star receiver, then I just played corner. They had like two, I played safety. <laughs> <laughs> But how fun was that playing both ways? Yeah, it was fun. Uh, I go make a mistake, I go correct it. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many kids were in your senior class of high school? Uh, 81. 81 in a senior class? Yeah. <laughs> You're like Thornhill. Thornhill came from a small school, too. Very small. Yeah, I love that. Uh, so then you go on to Clemson. You could have gone to several other places, including that other school in this, uh, South Carolina. I won't talk about that. But you're, you're still still very, very involved in your hometown. Uh, tell us about your high school, where it's at, and what you've done and continue to do through your foundation. Uh, it's called Allendale Fairfax High School. Uh, it's in Allendale, South Carolina. Uh, I try to give back as much as possible. Uh, where, where it's uh, turkey drives on Thanksgiving, Christmas, or giving back, uh, back to school drives. Uh, I try to be involved in any way that I can uh, because we, we don't really have much there. Uh, a lot of people don't make it out. Uh, Unfortunately, I was one of the, the only one that really made it this far in a point of career, uh, either due to violence or just, just not having people to uh, come back and reach out to the, uh, the kids. But what about, I mean, if you just reach one child, one kid, how much is it worth it for your soul to go back there and help those people? Uh, a lot, man. I, that's why I do it. If I can help change one person's life, I'm satisfied. Uh, I wish I can change everybody. Uh, that's that's the goal to change as many people as possible uh, and get everybody where I'm at uh, somewhere in life. Uh, you know what I mean? Like everybody's not gonna follow the same footsteps that I, that I did, uh, but they can be good at something, and whether it's school, a doctor, lawyer, uh, anything. Uh, I just try to encourage them to be the best that they can be. Talking with Rashad Greeland, Chiefs cornerback. We all know now he's going up against his college roommate this weekend, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I still think that's really cool. Uh, but it's awesome to see, too, how you've quickly integrated into the Chiefs' kingdom. One thing that's really neat, uh, if you saw what we did this summer for Lincoln Prep High School, uh, and I love it because it's uh, inner-city kids, but their football, they need a football place. 
I didn't have a stadium. And there's a stadium where the old municipal stadium was. Some of you remember the Chiefs games at Municipal Stadium at 22nd in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we went there for a day. We helped to have a, a work day. Um, but you were there to open up the field as part of the NFL uh, Fantennial Celebration. What was it like? Because now this felt like you might have been in your hometown, yeah. but now you're with the kids at Lincoln Prep. What was that? Uh, man, it was dope. It was a dope experience. Uh, the city joy and their face to really have someone, uh, my statue really uh, there uh, cheering them on. Uh, it, it was a great experience. Uh, and it really uh, motivated me more than want to go play the, uh, the sport to see really how they really, the drive that they had to really go out there to win. How much did it remind you of your hometown when you go back to help those uh, A lot. Uh, it, it reminded me a lot. Uh, Especially the, just the, the the atmosphere, you know what I mean? Like the, the people that was there, you know what I'm saying? My school was a football school because that's really all that we had uh, in, in town. So everybody come out all the time. You, you get the little tailgates. You get everybody, like, supporting the kids. The parents come out. Uh, so it, it just gave me those vibes, but it kind of gave me chills, low-key. Now, the field, if you've seen it, it is a gorgeous field. It is a blue field because they're the Blue Tigers, right? The Lincoln Prep Blue Tigers. It is as blue as Boise State's field. Was that, what did you think of that? Thing? Uh, it was different. Uh, you know, it was very different. I thought I was at Boise Loki. Uh, but, it, you know what I mean, it, it was dope. Uh, whoever thought of it, that, that was a good uh, move by them. Have you tried to get – what's your high school colors? Uh, black and uh, gold. So we're going to make your field gold or <laughs> nah. that would be a little too crazy, man. Yeah, that would be outrageous. Just tell Clemson, don't ever make it orange at their field. That would be, be too weird, Our too. Purple, purple would be cool. Purple. <laughs> maybe. Maybe K-State will try that, too. All the purple schools can do that. Uh, but those kids, when you were with them, did you see the quarterback? He's like 260. Oh, yeah, nice. How about him? He, you, he couldn't be tackled. He is really tough. <laughs> he can wing the rock, too. Yeah. And that's what I was surprised. I got to meet him this summer. I helped stripe the helmets. That was one of my jobs. You get that they're striped helmets. Like, uh, mm-hmm. They kind of look like Michigan's helmets a little bit, but they got the Tiger stripe, Bengals kind of. Uh, but this kid, look him up. He is fun to watch. Yeah, he is. Did you give him any tips? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, you know, he came to the game uh, this, this Sunday. Uh, he was on the sideline as well. You know what I mean? We took a couple photos with each other. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to be like a, a big boy, a big brother to him. Uh, at this point, we're starting to build a, a, a bond, a relationship. Uh, it, it started uh, Friday night at, at the game. Uh, but it, it's a great experience to really uh, see what, what he's working to become and how big he is and really how he throw the ball to his receivers and really know the game of football. That's pretty cool that he's taking that kid under his wing. One thing I really love about that school is it gives kids a real opportunity at Lincoln Prep because it reminds me of what you're telling me about your school, uh, your high school in South Carolina, that sometimes maybe that's the only shot they get. Uh, but they're also challenged academically there. If you go to Lincoln oh, yeah. Prep now, man, you better, you're going to do your schoolwork and you're going to study here. It's like, see you later. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you notice in those kids and maybe the discipline environment, but a loving discipline environment? Uh, can you repeat that? With the loving, disciplined environment that they got at Lincoln Prep. Mm-hmm. Were you able to, from their coaches and their faculty, because they challenge those kids in the classroom. Oh, yeah. Not, I, not I, just I, on the field. I saw that from the staff on the uh, sideline, uh, how, how they interact with each other. Uh, the coaches, they, they really talk to them like men. You know what I mean? They, they encourage them with the words that they, that they tell them, uh, <coughs> how they coach them. So I, I can only imagine how they uh, coach them when, when it comes to academics. Well, here we go. Brashad Breeland again with us tonight as our special guest in Liberty. Ivy Market Grill in Liberty. 
Before we go to break, you know how it works now, Brum Brother. It is time for Brashad and everybody else going after his roommate to put the hammer down. We'll be back to close the show after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. All of you here tonight, and the proceeds will go to the University of Kansas Cancer Center. Uh, it changes for every home game through the Hunt Family Foundation. You can get them tonight here. They will debut tomorrow at the Chiefs Pro Shop on Tuesdays of home games. Uh, also a reminder that our Chiefs Kingdom show is brought to you by Bad Boy Mowers. Mow with an attitude, Bad Boy Mowers. Uh, plus, a uh, reminder, you get 13 cents, 13 cents on your Fuel Saver Plus Perks card with a purchase of $13 or more. And Zarda Red Fridays, uh, this is awesome. People have taken advantage of this. Zarda Red Fridays, every Fridays at Hy-Vee uh, throughout Kansas City, uh, and uh, specials like $5 birthday and sandwich and more. You know how delicious Zarda Barbecue is, and they'll have those at Hy-Vee's every Red Friday, Zarda Barbecue, and also brunch here at the Liberty uh, Hy-Vee Market Grill, a brunch every Sunday from 9 to 2. So I enjoy that here if you're in the Northland and help you navigate the 152 bridge and getting across there with the traffic. Thanks for everybody for coming out and braving that, by the way. Houston had a big day yesterday. Uh, we, Deshaun Watson had a brilliant day, over 400 yards passing, five touchdowns, no picks. Will Fuller, the fifth, had 217 yards rushing, and Brashad Breland's college roommate, DeAndre Hopkins, you know how good he is. This is going to be for real, but they're coming to Arrowhead. It's time to bounce back, people. It's time to get after it. And, by the way, a reminder that next week's show, where is next week's show going to be? Uh, oh, we're in Lawrence. We are in Lawrence. So get ready. Gas up with your Fuel Saver Plus Perks card. We're headed to Lawrence next week. Guess to be determined. Thanks for joining us tonight in Liberty on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network, baby. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Check out the full library of on-demand Chiefs content, including the Chiefs Kingdom Show podcast, only at kcchiefsradio.com. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.